Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am here on Sunday, June 27th, 2021, to talk to you about Game 3, the Milwaukee Bucks at the Atlanta Hawks. So we want to dive right into this game. We welcome you today. Appreciate you jumping in and listening with us. We are, of course, DFS Coach Talk. We'd love to have you join us. Go to DFSCoachTalk.com. Jump aboard. We have as little of a th- as a three-day pass for $10, and uh, we'd love to have you. All right, let's talk about this Hawks hosting the Bucks in Game 3. The series is tied one game apiece, and it is an 8.30 game this evening, uh, and it, uh, Eastern Time, and it is the, the first home game for Atlanta in this Eastern Conference Championship Series. The last game uh, was a blowout with Milwaukee uh, just dominating to tie that series up uh, again at 1-1. And so the, the scene shifts now to Atlanta, and how is that going to affect things? Let's Let's discuss uh, the Bucks first uh, quickly here and see if we can come up with some strategy that we can use to build some optimal lineups. That would work for all of us, I think. All right, let's uh, discuss a couple of things. First of all, this last game, again, with the blowout, there were a lot of minutes spread around, uh, but we did get a good feel of some of the adjustments made from game one. I think... Um, Coach Bud did uh, a really good job uh, changing their scheme defensively, uh, trying to to get a little bit more physical uh, with Trey. And the bottom line is uh, the Hawks just really hit a dry patch there, and the Bucks came out with an extreme uh, sense of urgency. So, um, you know, how will the Bucks attack this again? Well, I anticipate the starting lineup will remain the same with Holiday, Middleton, Lopez, Giannis, and Tucker. Uh, you know, let's discuss right down the line here. Tucker is going to probably get 30-plus minutes again. Uh, again, though, offensively, very seldom shoots the ball. If he gets that open corner jumper for the three, he will let it fly, but he hasn't been making it with consistency. Certainly a risky play. I know that you know we're looking to get guys uh, all in there that are going to get enough minutes to make uh, an impact. On these showdown slates, you can't afford to take any blanks. So uh, I understand if Tucker's last man in for some people, but uh, it's hard. Uh, he definitely can uh, go very low single-digit score for you and sink the ship. He will grab a few rebounds, he hustles, uh, and he will get minutes. Uh, but let's talk about the other four guys in the starting lineup, because those are the guys that that we really need to focus in on. First of all, Giannis, I mean, let's start there. Uh, phenomenal game last game in a short amount of minutes, which we know he led the NBA in DFS points per minute. Again, you know, 11 for 18 with nine rebounds, six assists, and two steals, all within a, a short time frame. Uh, he played 29 minutes, uh, but it it was uh, a blowout pretty quickly. Um, there's no question he's you know got to be the first guy that that you look at here, and you have to make that decision on your build. 
That's what it comes down to is trying to get that optimal build. And if you play Giannis at your captain spot, you may need him there. I mean, he, he was uh, in that optimal spot uh, for a lot of people uh, last go around because he put up a ton of points, uh, uh, DFS points in a short period of time when other people you know, didn't get those long runs as well. But again, the salary uh, piece is what makes it tough. Um, certainly, you know where where you have to pay more for him to be in that captain spot. Um, that is very prohibitive on DraftKings. So that's where you really have to you know consider possibly just having him not faded, but not in that top captain spot. Uh, however, it's hard to get away from him on FanDuel or Yahoo. Uh, just because you know you're not penalized for putting him in that spot from a salary standpoint, and he just is so dominant. There's no question about it. So uh, you know I'm just going to start off with the obvious and look to Giannis on on FanDuel and Yahoo, and uh, have him as part of uh, just uh, one of the slots outside of the captain spot on DraftKings. As far as Brook Lopez goes, you know, he's been sketchy a little bit in this series, a little touch and go with uh, his performance. He did make six of eight shots in this last game, seemed to play with a lot more intensity, hit three threes, uh, but we do sort of expect that. Um, he's not a big rebounder. Um, you know, usually he does throw a, a couple of blocks on the board. So not out of the question. I don't like his price, so he's probably going to be on the outside looking in for me. The two guys that I really want to consider here again, and it's again the obvious, is Middleton and Holiday. Uh, this is the second game in a row in this series that they've both gotten up a decent amount of shots. Holiday's been much more aggressive in this series than he was the prior, and uh, these they're both just in integral part I think of your lineups here now you know where you uh, you know if you do want to fade Giannis then you know on certain uh, in certain situations here you could put one of them as captain Middleton or Holiday I uh, have the other one just in uh, your regular spots but I think both of them are very tough to ignore I think they're the key to uh, you know, Milwaukee being successful again in this uh, output against Atlanta. And we know Atlanta's backcourt is not that good defensively. Uh, you know, that's, I think, why Holiday has really stepped it up. And Middleton, although he's had a few dry spells in this series thus far, he did uh, go 6 for 13 from the field, which was better than prior. He's a very good foul sh uh, shooter. And normally he knocks down a decent percentage of threes. He was only two for seven in this game, so he hasn't quite caught fire yet. But, you know, I, I'm not going to minimize that. I think that he has great potential uh, to really score well. So those, those are the two guys I'm really focusing on uh, on the Milwaukee side. Now, can you play all three of the studs, Giannis, Middleton, Holiday? It, it's very difficult to do that. Uh, you know, you really are digging to fill out your roster from there. Plus, Atlanta being home with the motivation of 
you know, wanting to go up 2-1 in the series in front of their home crowd. It's going to be a raucous uh, arena. There's no question about it. So I'm not going to go with all three of them. Uh, you know, again, where I can use Giannis in the captain spot, I will. And then the big decision that I have to make today is, you know, Holiday or Middleton, which one is going to make it? Uh, you know, from a salary standpoint, I'm going to go one way or the other. Um, you know, and then if I do determine to do a second lineup, which I, you know, it, you have to have a couple of opportunities here uh, to shift a little bit. And normally I'm a one lineup guy, as, as you all know, that listen on a regular basis, being more of a uh, cash and single entry player, I'm going to build that lineup and, and ride or die with it. But you have to have a couple of options here, uh, a couple lineups built, in my opinion, the way that the, the trend has been uh, in these showdown slates. So, you know, there may be a lineup where I will use either Middleton or Holiday as the captain and then play the other one uh, in the, the secondary spot. So uh, that's the way I'm looking with the main players. I really don't like Milwaukee's bench at all. Uh, Connaughton, Forbes, uh, Thanasis, Jeff T. The only guy that I will give a little shout to here and will make a GPP lineup for me, uh, and that's Bobby Portis. Uh, he's, he's not gotten huge minutes. He did get additional run in the blowout. He played with the, the end of the bench uh, for a while, then got pulled with about three, four minutes left. So he did get 18 minutes. Uh, I'm not comfortable that he's going to get that. That's why uh, I'm not going to utilize him in my cash lineup. I think he's going to go a little over-owned because, you know, there was a big fuss about him. The, the crowd was chanting, you know, Bobby, Bobby. and But this is in Atlanta. And uh, if this game stays closer like I anticipate, I think that uh, he may be back to the 12 to 15 minute range and therefore just too difficult to roster. I do think he'll grab some additional ownership, uh, but I do think it's a bit of a trap. So, uh, you know, I'm a Portis guy. I think he's tough. I think he should be playing more, but for whatever reason, Coach Bud doesn't seem to really uh, trust him in, in key situations. So a um, little surprising there. But he will be uh, a fade for me uh, in my cash games. All right, before we jump to the Atlanta Hawks, real quickly here, uh, again, you know, appreciate you uh, diving in here and listening. Uh, we're going to bring you seven day a week NBA DFS coverage, podcast wise, in front of the pay paywall, and we're going to give you a good breakdown. Uh, we're going to do some game uh, scripting and go through everything. Uh, on the weekends, I'm, I'm covering it, and then during the week, uh, Andrew and I both uh, will will uh, be here to debate, counter-debate, back and forth the lineups that we're, we're going with. Um, however, all seven days a week, um, we are both uh, providing lineups for the NBA. If you want to try us out, again, go to DFSCoachTalk.com. You can sign up for as little as three days for $10. We have multiple different memberships that you can look at. We also have a very special offer with our partners at betus.com.pa. If you're a first-time depositor, you can sign up, deposit $149 in your BetUS account. 
use that to wager. They have every bet you can imagine on every sport. And with that, you get a free two-month membership with Coach Talk. All you have to do when you sign up at BetUS, use the promo code COACHTALK, all one word, no space. And then uh, you have two months free of Coach Talk. So great deal. Uh, we're offering that right on through the end of the NBA season here. And, you know, we still have these, these uh, conference finals and finals uh, going. So take advantage of that while you can. Um, we would love uh, to have you join us. If you're watching this on YouTube right now, we are so close to a major goal that we have internally here with subscribers on YouTube. So we would ask you take a second, hit that thumbs up, hit the subscribe button, click the little alert button in the upper corner. That'll let you know every time one of our podcast posts. So uh, that we really appreciate. If you're listening to us through Podbean, Stitcher, iHeart, Apple Podcasts, uh, all of them, Spotify, we're everywhere podcasts can be found. Take a second, hit the five stars, a quick comment, and then once a month we have a drawing for a full week free membership, all access membership with Coach Talk. And we'll be making that uh, drawing in four days. It's almost the end of the month. So you still have a chance. It's a randomized drawing. So five stars, quick comment, and we uh, you'll, you'll be entered in that drawing, and uh, hopefully you win. Okay, we're diving in. Atlanta Hawks, let's get this done. They are at home. It's going to be a fun game. It's going to be a loud game. It's going to be an intense game. Um, you know, we the big debate last this last time was Trey Young. You know, do we stick with Trey Young? Do we fade Trey Young? That was the big decision. For me, the decision is pretty easy this go around. Um, and again, you know, it's all about salary and balance and, and figuring out how this is going to work. But I think Trey is the first place you have to look here. No surprise. Although I did fade him last time. I just, you know, they stepped it up defensively Milwaukee as a team holiday played them a little bit tougher and the team defense was just really smothering I think the Atlanta crowd the adrenaline I think they'll bounce back they'll find a way to get Trey some extra additional shots I think that uh, that floater is so deadly uh, he's just such a strong play so again I know you know some of you are probably saying great coach well you're you know, giving us all the most expensive guys, but it's the combination of how you build that lineup that's going to be key. You know, you know where you use Giannis and you're going to use Trey. You certainly aren't going to be able to use Holiday and Middleton. You're going to have to find some balance there, and you're going to have to find some value. We didn't uncover any value in the Milwaukee side, but I do think we have some uh, some value on the Atlanta side. So. First of all, again, you know, I think you have to look at Trey, his leadership, his shot making. Um, again, he got 16 shots up in a short period of time. Uh, I think he can get upwards of 25 to 30 shots. I really do. So uh, I think he's the first place to look. After that, you've got a, a discounted Kevin Herter who did get 30 minutes in this last game. He's been playing quite a bit and shooting with confidence. So. He is a fine option. Um, John Collins, too expensive to fit you know, my recommendations today. 
certainly a dangerous guy, but he's expensive and he's inconsistent. Bogdanovich will gain a little bit of momentum, I think, this time around. He only got six shots up. He was coming back from this injured knee the last game. He definitely moved better and looked a little bit better, uh, but I don't think he's 100%. I think that they're going to monitor his minutes, even though it's an important game. Uh, they don't want him to you know, tweak that knee and be out for the rest of the playoffs. So not going to go Bogdanovich, and he still remains a little expensive as well. Uh, where we have to look uh, for the value is coming off the bench. And I've got a couple of recommendations here that I think make sense. Um, Danilo Gallinari has been a go-to guy for me and has gotten it done. I think he will see some, some good run, the 25-plus minute kind of run. And he can make several shots in a row, and he's not shy to, to shoot the ball. Even in a limited role this last game, uh, he got up seven shots, hit four of them. He's usually going to grab you a few rebounds. And I think at his price, he's just a really sound value. The other spot I'm going to go to here is Cam Reddish. He's a guy that's super cheap. He did get 17 minutes run. He's coming back from an injury, but he's young. He looks healthy. He looked good. I think he's sort of a wild card off the bench here, and I think he's certainly in play. He, Like I say, he got 17 minutes in this last game, but with the spark that he shows, uh, he got 10 shots up, which is was remarkable for the time frame he's in there. He's a shooter, and he's going to get some open looks. And I think he's going to see over 20 minutes. I, I really do. I think he's going to be a bigger part uh, of this, uh, this rest of this series as long as he stays healthy. So if we can mix in the values of Gallinari and Reddish and even maybe Herder uh, with some of the big names that we've mentioned, I think you can find some balance uh, and get some good builds here. Now, again, you know, you may need to look at a few different uh, lineups to keep it honest and, and give yourself a few chances. Uh, but that's that's where I'm looking. I'm not going to go to the other bench players for Atlanta, Solomon Hill, Lou Williams, uh, Okongwu. I think those guys uh, just aren't going to quite get enough play, enough minutes, enough usage, maybe 10 to 12 minute kind of guys. So. Uh, really going to stick with uh, the two main guys I mentioned off the bench in Reddish and Gallinari and you know look to focus on trying to get Trey Young in there. I'm, I'm possibly thinking uh, on the secondary lineup as Trey as captain. Uh, the usage is off the charts uh, without Bogdanovich at 100% and uh, you know Trey just really having a solid playoffs, I think he's he's a good option as well. So some surprises, nothing earth shattering there, but I think uh, you know that should give everybody an idea of what I'm thinking and hopefully it helps you uh, build some winners. Uh, again, you know my focus is with this advice is a lot of cash games, the 50-50, the double ups, the head to heads, that's really where you build a bankroll. Um, you know, people that are just jumping in and taking wild shots and going for just the huge tournaments. I mean, it's 
it's tough and you can hit them and you can profit in them I prefer the single entries and I think there's a lot of money to be made there um, but uh, you know it's hard on the on the big tournaments with all the multiple lineups and dupes so you know I would recommend just invest smart uh, we always say here at DFS coach talk that bankroll management and contest selection are more important than anything else even the players the game scripting, the lineups you're building, if you don't do the first two steps correctly, uh, then uh, eventually you're gonna bust. And that's, you know, we're, we're here to do at Coach Talk and the difference that we try to make. And I think our niche in this industry is we're, we really work with our members, even one-on-one, -on -one, to help them get their arms around a strategy that can help them have sustainable winnings in DFS for the long term, not just taking wild shots to try to hit big. Uh, we also don't play the multi-entry 150 lineups because uh, you know that's a strategy that some people use. We you know support it for those that do, but you know unless you're going to do it and go after it aggressively and have an equal 150 shots as the other sharks in there, then you know you're fighting a, a losing battle if you're not even even up with your max entries and uh, you know definitely a little bit tougher so we're gonna hand build lineups or a couple of lineups in showdown kind of situations like this and work with our members to really hammer the cash games make solid profits in single entries and then take you know take a few shots in the multi-end or big takedown uh, entries because you know it happens but you don't want to put your last hopes or dollar in your account uh, on something that you know is very slim chance uh, and that's not to be not confident it's just to be realistic so anyway if you want to hear more about that I didn't mean to jump on the soapbox but uh, excited for tomorrow too we have a weekly meeting uh, for members only and we moved it from Saturday to Sunday so it's today and great time that we we spend every week to go over different strategies we're going to talk about specific contest selection uh, today and you know really dive into what we're playing and how we're you know reserving those lineups and getting into the contest that we want to so come and join us dfscoachtalk.com and uh, you know we would love to have you there all right, that is it. That's the showdown slate game. Uh, should be a fun one tonight to watch. I do expect a close one, so I think we're going to get a lot of burn from our the main players, the main guys out there. Definitely a pivotal game uh, with it being tied up 1-1. So enjoy it. I hope you have some takedowns, and even more importantly, I hope you build a nice bankroll with some of your cash and single entry winners. So. Thank you for listening. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow with my partner in crime here, Mr. Andrew Hansen, Mr. GPP himself. He is a takedown master. And uh, we will uh, be sharing this single game uh, on Monday, doing that podcast and getting that out to you. So thank you very much again. Have a wonderful day. Enjoy your family. Enjoy the game. And we'll look to catch you again tomorrow when we look to crush it in DFS.